0: In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another visit from the FBI, your episode of the Fantasy Booking Institute, your weekly dose, for pro-wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, starting up, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe, in the dark. What's going on, man? How are you? <laughs> Doing okay, man. Doing okay.
1: Um, yeah, just trying to get all set up. I, uh, was running a hair behind. Holy smokes, that's bright. Anyway, so, yeah, um...
0: I gotta get my headset so i'm gonna take my camera off and uh you you do that you do that while i introduce the other part in our lovely stream fresh from up north rcmp jlb what's going on man
2: it goes good. It goes good. Another shitty Raw and uh, another great week. You know, I could be positive that in Quebec, their curfew is ending this Friday because I can't talk anything good about wrestling. So there's that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen.
0: There, there's good stuff to talk about wrestling. It involves Double or Nothing this weekend. That's very true. Um, uh, I haven't got to watch NXT today, but I have heard some good things from it because we're recording this, of course, right after NXT has has gone off the air well, about an hour after or so, but anyways. Uh, but yeah, so so fun stuff there. If you are new to this particular show, the Fantasy Booking Institute is uh, pretty simple. We're going to take turns challenging the others to book some unlikely and often impossible uh mm. thing in the world of fantasy and professional wrestling. So uh, we don't discuss these in advance. We make these Booking things up on the spot because we think that's a whole lot more fun. Um, before we get into that, I don't like that, the way
1: you say impossible.
0: Yeah, they're often impossible. We could create a time machine at some point. We, we I, actually, from a physics standpoint, there, there's uh, two sides to this coin going on right now. There are certain physics uh, people who think time travel is impossible, and their evidence is. If it was possible, why haven't we seen time travelers yet? True,
1: going back in time is actually impossible. Going forward in time is actually possible.
0: Man, that again, there's there's debate in the physics community over all of that. But I mean, technically speaking, we're going forward in time all the right time. now, right now. Yes, um, and in fairness. There is uh, a person on this planet who holds the record for forward time travel, and that is an astronaut who spent over a year on the space station because in that time, because he's traveling faster than the rest of the Earth, technically he uh, aged like, I want to say, it like 1.8 seconds more than uh, the people on Earth. So that's the world record for time travel right now. Anyways, so th- that's uh, That's quite something. a funny fact. Jesus. It's it's a crazy fact that I know straight off my dome because I'm weird like that. Welcome to the wrestling podcast, folks. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to the wrestling podcast where we talk physics.
1: <laughs> I, feel,
0: I feel like maybe we have another
1: podcast that we could do. Shasta <laughs> <laughs> <today's>
0: daisies. <laughs> hmm. It was an interesting look there. Um, to anyone uh, joining us on the live stream right now, welcome. Um, if you're not on the live stream, if you're listening to this or watching it later on YouTube, you're also welcome here. Get on the live stream. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I get it. <laughs> our our recording time is uh, not exactly the most convenient for everyone. Because it's uh, relatively late, especially if you're East Coast. Blasphemy. Nice hey, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah, fucking JLB got here, so.
1: In fact, he showed up late for that very reason. Not as late as me, but (laughs) I was already on it. I just wasn't ready.
0: But so, anyways, before we get into the fantasy booking, though, I do like to remind people that we are part of the Tatnus Co. podcast network. So make sure to head on over to tatnusco.com. Click the links to all the different shows that are on that network there. And uh, check them out there because there's some great shows. And then come back here. Uh, we do live streams twice a week, uh, Sunday night and Tuesday nights, uh, ten thirty p.m. Central Time. So you got to do the math to figure out when that is your time. Um, but it's a quick Google, guys, I promise you, it's a quick yeah, Google. Yeah, it took JLB like a whole three months to do it. Oh, stop it! <laughs> I'm always so anyways, on time except for today. Yes. But um, also make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can uh, click the links in the doobly-doos down below for all of the places to listen to the podcast or or watch it, our Facebook, our socials, all of that stuff is all in there. So make sure to check that out. Um, but otherwise, we will kind of get into the fantasy booking uh, part. I want to point out
1: one thing about the show- socials. Your beard is looking unusually... Officer Mark Smarks today and
0: not very Hulk Hogan. We did not reach our stretch goal on Patreon just yet. It's a sad day, brother. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, Gene. I, I, I'm I'm saying the stretch goal is still out there. We get 10 more subscribers on Patreon. I'm going full, full NWO Hulk with this thing. So that means the dark on the side, the blonde here, I'm doing So there's it. only 10 left? That, that's Yeah, 10 left until we make it to there. Wow. That's all we need
1: there. Interesting that we had
0: as many as we did beforehand, and we've kind of hit a stale spot here, but that's all right. But so um, that being said, I, I was uh, thinking to myself today about what, what can we do to help the podcast, and we were talking on the WBU uh, earlier this week, Uh, about doing watch-alongs for uh, episodes of WCW from 2000 or 2001 uh, just to kind of compare to where we stand with WWE right now. And I think that that might be something that we turn into a Patreon exclusive.
1: That's a pretty good Uh, one. um,
0: Get on there. So so if you want to see those, you're probably going to have to head over to Patreon. It's just three bucks a month. Hop on there, you get to watch us watch crappy wrestling from two thousand, <laughs> and and we. Get to on decide, Vince be being the champ. We get to decide better. whether whether uh, we would prefer crappy wrestling from two thousands to the shit that we got from the mainstream here today.
2: I mean, to be fair, anything's better than the stupid freaking kennel from hell match. So I'm all down to watch WCW.
1: One of my likes just shit on me. Yeah. I I was not happy that somebody, somebody, somebody decided to challenge us on botch longs to watch, to watch (laughs) the kettle
0: from hell. Somebody you suffered through it with me. (laughs) Yep. You guys gave me the choice and that's what I'm going to do.
2: Yep. He did his job. He had one job and he did it perfectly. He made it <laughs>
1: it. Yeah. He literally Can't punished hate him. us then. Nope, I, I, sure I would watch I would watch the life and times of the Yeti again before I watch
0: that again. Well, we're not going quite back that far in WCW, so no. Um no. but we might get to see the uh three stages of how uh Vince Russo match if we time it right. Oh nice. Anyways, but we are going to go ahead and get in to the fantasy booking uh, part of the show, the Fantasy Booking Institute. Time um,
1: out. We, we need to tell JLB to turn off his porn behind him. It's my Chromecast <laughs> screen. I'm like, when did Chromecast ever get
2: porn? Oh, no, it's technically Netflix. I think it's showing Ozark right <sighs> now.
1: <laughs> oh, great show. Yep. Um, and I can tell you when Chromecast got porn and
0: we're just going to leave that alone.
1: Yeah, we well, certainly will. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. We Go will on. move on to the fantasy booking And <laughs> As always, um I open the floor to you guys to see if any of you want to do your challenges first uh before we get into my challenge. Any takers?
1: Oh, I'll take that as a no from JLB. No, nope.
0: nope. I guess that, not. I'm not. still trying. No out. from yep. JLB. Is that also a no from the district attorney? Uh... going once, going twice.
1: Yeah, go ahead.
0: Okay. Gonna, I, I want to make
1: sure that I don't take a stadium stampede one if you're taking the stadium stampede. Because you'll have a better version of it if, than I would if you
0: do. Well, I am definitely not taking stadium stampede. I really did think uh, about uh, doing a themed one for Double or Nothing. Uh, but considering last week we did themed ones for Hell in a Cell, I kind of, for me, wanted to take a step back and go to a little, something a little bit more fun. And this is an idea that had been percolating in my head for a while now. Um, it's going to be a, a little bit of a change of pace from the current, the previous challenges that I've done. But what I'm going to do is each of you is going to get slightly different of a challenge. Not going to get exactly the same. So uh, you have to decide whether you want to go first or second. I'm going to tell you what the challenge is first so you don't have to go into it blindly. Um, but uh, the challenge is I am going to give you three different current wrestlers um and you need to book the 90s wrestler that you would most like to see them feud with in their prime. You don't first. actually have to book the feud or whatever. If you want to, you're welcome to, but I just want to see if I throw out say um Gender Mahal. Who from the 90s in WCW or WWF you would most like to see that person uh, feud with. Now, I'm not going to throw gender, because nobody wants that. Um, who so wants gonna... to hear
1: about gender? Nobody
0: wants to hear yes. about gender.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but uh, I'm, I'm going to try to keep it ones that I think we, we like, right? I'm not going to try to shit on people, right? Okay. So who who wants to go first?
1: I'll I'll go first if JLB doesn't want to,
0: but if he wants to, he can have it. Um. Oh, okay. I'll go first, I guess. Okay. okay. JLB <laughs> will be going first. So, um, your first wrestler, current wrestler that I want to know who you would have them face in classic, I say classic '90s era wrestling, okay. is uh, John Moxley. Uh, hmm.
1: it's it's funny because his <laughs> alter egos on your shirt yes yep yep
2: is that why you did him is that why you did John? that moxley? isn't exactly
0: <laughs> why i did him but it did play into it okay um 90s
2: okay and we're we're talking because technically well would we dare say dean ambrose was his prime because john moxley isn't technically his prime I, Are you referring was, to the '90s era person,
0: Prime? Um, the '90s person in his prime, but you can okay. have whatever era of current wrestler you want. Uh, I'm, I'm talking more about, you know, I I I don't want you to say, well, I really would like him to face uh, Dead Yokozuna. Right? That doesn't. say that. Never doesn't do that. No, no, no. You wouldn't. I, dFA might, but that's um, <laughs> up. <laughs> so. Whatever wrestler from the 90s you want.
2: Okay. So WCW or WWF, right? Yes. So I'm I want to use John Moxley. Given how crazy psychopathic he is. I'm trying to think of
1: I just made I mean, my prediction in the chat. Don't look, JLB.
2: <laughs> I won't look. I'll be a good guy. Um, I would kind of like to see him go ag- go up against, like, prime austin technically i think that would be a fun match i what is that Where you wrote i swear to god i
1: I put stone cold stone cold i thought for sure you'd go stone cold oh okay yeah it's fine So go for it
2: i mean just because they're both kind of crazy like austin has his moments obviously he's a mean mother effer and so on if that if if not austin i was gonna choose sandman but sandman was ecw just because they're both batshit crazy
0: I will actually open it up to ECW as long as it's the 90s ECW. Okay. So that would also be an option. Um,
2: I, I think Austin would be a better story, though, than Sandman. Um, Just because both men could actually do a promo. Sandman could just hit a beer in his head and then talk drunkenly for five, ten seconds. So... Uh, but yeah, I, I think Austin, I'll, I'll stick with Austin uh, Moxley. I think that's just pay-per-view made in heaven uh, right there. Um, Did you technically, did you want me to book anything with
0: this? You don't need to, but if you want to, you know, more power to you. Bonus points. Bonus points. And I actually, okay, so if
2: we're going to, if we'll do this, I think it's actually going to be... I I guess Moxley would be considered the heel out of the two as he is going to actually stand up for Vince McMahon. We had this Austin-McMahon feud. McMahon is actually... He doesn't necessarily bring out Moxley. Moxley just comes and helps McMahon out. And I honestly think that would have actually made Moxley even a bigger star in WWE. And what... In reality, if you if they would have given his John Moxley gimmick in WWE, hands down, he would have been so much better than anything the Shield would have done. Uh, you he, he basically was Austin, anyways. So that's why I think it would be really interesting to see. But they're both kind of the same. So would it technically be a bit too much? I don't know. But I'm here all for it. And and Vince McMahon brings Moxley in. Austin Moxley ride WrestleMania 17.
0: Okay. Uh, Choice number two. Bray Wyatt. Hmm. Which Bray? Just for JLB's sake. That's entirely up to JLB okay that's up to me okay um had the choice fine. with Dino you have the choice with fair yeah, you have
1: all three here and three in a row bud
0: um,
2: oh wait I'm doing this one or I'm picking it for you
0: it's three, three in a go. row three in a row that you have to you, do so now you oh, have good. to do bray as well
2: all right apologies um so I am picking. I I guess the – I'm picking Fiend Bray versus Old School Mankind, Boiler Room Mankind. I think that would be a good time. Mankind didn't really say much. He didn't have to. He was kind of crazy. I'm going to point
0: out that D.A. Fabe also predicted you would choose Mankind. (laughs) Can
2: you stop predicting? I'm not even – I legit didn't even look, though. Like
1: I'm (laughs) – I'm so predictable. (laughs) No. The reason I said it is they're the most similar. So that makes sense. Mm. Um, That I don't know how I would book it. I
2: would think Bray would do like his Firefly Funhouse one time. And I think his Firefly Funhouses would also be freaking crazy in the Attitude Era. Like they would be so barbaric. And then Mankind randomly just comes in and puts the fiend on fire, but in a better form than what Randy Orton, how Randy Orton put him on fire and thus escalates a feud. And then in a boiler room brawl, I would kind of like to see. So that's how I would do that. They're both very similar and they work because they're both crazy. And uh, we'll see the battle of the crazies, if you will.
0: Okay. I like it. And, and then I am going to do one more Mm -hmm. for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, We're going to head down to NXT. I want to know who you would choose to face off with Tommaso Ciampa.
2: Mm. Hmm. Man, that's... I don't watch enough of Champ's matches. I'm trying to think of his war games match and his few of his older matches from a few years ago. Uh, that's a difficult one. <laughs> and if you wrote something, I'm not looking. Okay. <laughs> so
1: um I... Once you pick, you may want to go look after oh, yeah, the sure. fact. I'll
2: look. I'll look. I'll look for sure. Um, I'm thinking. Gee, golly. I, it's a really... it is live. You can't even cut this out and shorten it or anything. Um, I have one, two, three kids stuck in my head for some reason. I don't know why. But not X-Pac. One, two, three kid, which is technically really early 90s. Let me see who you pick. And I don't
0: know. I honestly so don't sorry know. Sorry for
1: digging through candy, smarts.
0: Well, uh, oh. listen, all we heard up here was <laughs> trying to hear JLB's answer. And this is all I'm hearing. It's okay. Oh, he it. hadn't given it yet. <laughs> that's it. To be fair, it knocked out the silence. So, you know, jeez, Luis,
2: at least I have the courtesy to put it on mute when I'm grabbing a chip though. God damn. Sorry. No problem. But Benoit was a nice choice uh, that you said there. That makes a lot of sense too. Uh, I just was trying to think of a technician. I like one two three, three kid. Yeah, one two three one. kid. I think would be interesting though. I think they're kind of similar to a weird extent, and yeah, I don't know. It would just be fun. Something that would never. Well, I guess it could still happen, but you know, Xbox definitely not in its
1: prime anymore.
2: But uh, yeah, it could still technically go down. You know, weird, but.
1: Johnny Gargano would be the one for one two three k Yeah. That,
0: that, would makes that, that would be phenomenal. That would So, we will move on to D.A. Fabe.
1: And so, I your will first same
0: choice, Do the same your thing. First choice is Adam Cole Bay, Bay HBK.
1: In a heartbeat, HBK. I should have said um, so that JLB could have typed it something but it was hbk that that's um yeah that's showstopper versus showstopper the only way the only way i change that is if i want somebody that's a different personality than that i'm going to look at what what uh what you just put so hold on um triple h that's not a bad choice either that's really not um yeah, I uh HPK just makes a lot of sense there, in my opinion, because you get very similar styles. Um I'd want it in the ladder match. Um mm. I'd want it uh probably second ladder match. I don't I don't think you can improve on on HPK versus uh Hbk versus uh, Razor Ramon. Um, anybody in the in the the click because you put uh, Triple H or Bret Hart. I think Bret Hart, Hbk, or Razor Ramon all would be great picks. I chose Hbk. He was the the face of the biz for a little longer than anybody else. So I
0: I, um, I was totally thinking you were going to go with Bret Hart. So. That's, that's
1: Brett, the, Brett makes a lot of sense because he, Adam Cole is essentially HBK, so it does make a really, really good move. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I chose HBK because I actually kind of predicted you were going to do Adam Cole at one point, and I was like, HBK before you even got to me, so
0: um, yeah. Okay, we will move on to choice number two. This is what I'm interested to see who you could go with. Keith Lee mm. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put my uh, mine in the chat as well
1: there's two predictions there okay
2: and they are the same
1: <laughs> yes in fairness, the most, com- the most the comparable point. guy to Keith Lee is Bam Bam Bigelow yeah that's what we chose um I don't think I want to do that though. I mean, it, it's it's a great choice to go. Who was the '90s version of Keith Lee? That's Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, and a lot of my times, I've said this. It was it would have been that. Um, I don't think Bam Bam Bigelow is the right move though here. Um, Goldberg. What? Interesting. That is interesting. I want Hmm. that power battle. I I think Goldberg against Keith Lee. I think Keith Lee could have replaced DDP or William Regal as William Regal being the first challenge for um, Goldberg, the first one that took him a little longer. And DDP being the first that that put a high quality world title match out of him that wasn't you know some type of schmaltz fest or something like that, um, I think Keith Lee, I think I think he can he can amplify the way Goldberg works with him. So I'm going to say
0: Goldberg. The real question is, can Goldberg or yeah. could he in his prime get Keith Lee? Up for the jackhammer.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he got he got big show up for, or he got Paul Wright up for the jackhammer. Barely. So yes, Barely. I know. But um, I don't think Keithley's that much heavier than Kevin Nash, and he did it. The real question is, can Goldberg take a Spanish fly? And and I think the answer is probably no. So that's what that's what hurts. That I don't yeah. think he can do the flips to do it. So
0: me personally, um, I would have gone with Big Papa Pump.
1: That's a good move, too. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That's interesting. That's a really good move.
0: Versus Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. Pump that right in my veins. That's what I want. You just <laughs> want to hear what? another math promo. That's all you want. Math promo wasn't until TNA. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> Yeah. I'm okay. going with Goldberg. In fact, not only am I going with Goldberg... I end the teaser storyline and I have Keith Lee be the one who takes it off of him. And I get a feud out of Goldberg and Keith Lee instead of a teaser storyline with Miss Elizabeth saying that um, Goldberg's stalking her.
0: Interesting. Interesting. So I'm trying to decide but, where to go with my third one for you. The
1: most, the most similar choice is Bam Bam. You're, you guys were both right on that.
0: I know I'm torn. Did Bam Bam have there.
2: good promos?
0: Yeah, yeah? yes, promos were pretty decent, especially uh, in WCW. Yeah, never really gave them a shot. Because, mm. but, so for your third option. Got two options for you. So just pick and, pick odds or evens. Um odd. Okay. Alistair Black.
1: Even. <laughs> no, um, okay. Boy, that's a tough one because style is with certain people. Get I mean, the the obvious um, similar style person that, that makes sense as Vampiro. I was never a vampire. I certain Hogan was a bigger Vampiro fan than I was. Um, I was never a big Vampiro fan. Um, I think the feud works best with one of three people. Um, I think there's there's benefits all three of these. So the three I'm thinking are Jericho, Benoit, um, at four. I'd throw Eddie in this. Jericho, Benoit. It's it's the it's the outsiders. The Jericho or the the whatever they were specially named. Jericho, radicals. Benoit. Yeah, radicals. Yeah. Jericho, when, Benoit. When they were in
0: WCW, they were the Revolution, okay. and then they left for WWF and they became the Radicals.
1: Jericho, Benoit, Malenko. Um and Guerrero. Those were the ones I'm I, I would say fit into this the best. Um for a feud reasons, not for style reasons. The one who's the most similar in style is probably Vampiro because he does have um a very similar um I don't the, the goth type thing and then the the
2: Yeah, but Vampiro I think is more Lucha.
1: Grounded. Well, ground. It was a grounded lucha, which Aleister Black does lighter weight guy stuff. Then he, I mean, Glacier. You want me to say Glacier? Then I have, then I have uh, (laughs) martial arts versus martial arts. That would be a garbage fucking. That would
2: be yeah. That'd be really garbage. I feel like Vince Russo would book it. Oh my gosh! (laughs)
0: Um, And then he'd put the belt on David Arquette.
1: <laughs> so, uh, Booker wouldn't be a bad one either. though, there. So, I'm still gonna. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with uh, Benoit right after the Thousand and Four Holds feud, or not Benoit. Uh, the Jericho, Jericho, right after the Thousand and Four Holds feud. Um, I think we could. We. Could, anytime you have a Jericho involved, it pulls the better promos out of other people. Um, we really need to see. We haven't been given Alistair Black's ability to cut a promo. We've been given Alistair Black's ability to cut a vignette written by a retard. By, sorry, that's an inappropriate term, by a special needs individual who's an idiot. Because, um, you know, yeah, yeah, I don't know who wrote the, the vignettes. That's what I'm saying. And they were stupid. I don't want to sound politically incorrect, so I'm sorry for whatever I said there. Cut that out. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, uh, We're live, buddy. I know. Hopefully
0: hopefully viewership was down in that moment. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I just had to play Mean Gene there for a second. <laughs> we start again? Um, We're live, buddy. <laughs> valid. Um. Uh.
1: I also wouldn't mind seeing Sid Vicious take a um, Black Mask to the face, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I, I think the value comes in. The timing for those two is always good. Um, and I think you run with the, the possibility that uh, you can maybe have a Black Mask get hit during the, uh, an attempt at a Lion Salt. Um, or, or an attempt at a uh, backspring elbow or something like that. Um, I think that there's some real significant in-ring ability between the two of them. I think there's some real significant um, uh, promo ability between the two of them. Um, and we all know that Jericho can carry a feud by himself. So, yeah. At least promo-wise. So um, I just think that there's something really good there. I, the match I'd more want to watch, I, I, any one of those four. And throw, you can throw in Perry Saturn, but I don't know that Perry Saturn would be in my high pick on that. You can throw in Raven. Raven's a really good fit for that too. There's a ton of really good fits in that mid-90s WCW, um, but I'm going to go with Jericho.
0: Okay. For bonus points, do you want to hear what my other option for? Sure. Walter.
1: (laughs) He
2: goes against the wall.
1: (laughs) Going back to Goldberg. Um, No. um, It's really tempting. Um, I want to see Walter versus Ric Flair in a chest-slapping match. That would be awesome. First one to bleed from their chest loses.
0: Interesting. <laughs> See, I was thinking in his prime William Regal. Also would be very good. They're built similar. Yeah, but yeah. Walter's built a heck of a lot
2: crazier, no? A
0: lot bigger. bigger yeah. Walter's yeah. bigger, yeah, he's... But, but they both have that classic British style Wrestling. Yeah.
1: You don't see as many European uppercuts out of Walter, but that's mostly because he's slapping the nipples off of people. Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. So okay. So that was fun. So <clears throat> who wants fun. to go to number two?
2: I'll go, I'll go.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Alright. So I kind of thought about this in the last 10 minutes but i think it is an interesting one and it's kind of to pay homage to the ultimate warrior so we obviously have an a&e documentary that came out on sunday and we're gonna have dark side of the ring doing something about the warrior as well so uh for those who didn't watch the a&d documentary but who have known wrestling and have watched wrestlemania six uh, was it six or eight I believe it was six, where Hogan faced the Ultimate Warrior and that's when the Ultimate Warrior ended up beating Hogan. However, in the documentary and as seen, we see that WWE loses faith in what the Warrior could do because the fans essentially had lost faith in what the Warrior can do and ultimately he had lost to Sergeant Freakin' Slaughter. So, you are essentially rewriting history, and I would like you to book me your, aside from Andre, of course, because that was just the feud that kind of happened before, and that's what got Hogan over, so one, book me your top villain to take away, to relinquish the title off Hulk Hogan, your warrior, your new ultimate warrior, so to speak. Your next top guy.
1: Rick for... Flair. Thanks, done. Moving on. <laughs> <clears> throat> I, throat> I'm sorry. Smarks' words just came out of my mouth. I don't know. I, Rick Flair is the answer.
2: <laughs> but the fans weren't already done with Rick Flair kind of by then, no?
1: No, yeah. That's, that's why he only had another 10 title reigns after that. Ric Flair. No. Moving forward. <laughs> okay. So I won't I won't take the cop out and say Ric Flair. I'm gonna let Smarks think on it for a little while. He's gonna have some really, really cheeky response, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Um who would I who so, so you're talking babyface versus baby baby babyface type setup? Yep. Okay, so that's where Ric Flair gets ruled out. Um I think the I think the right move is a move that they failed on a couple years later. Um, I, I think the right move, unfortunately that person is not ready for it yet. Uh, it would have been Bret Hart. Um, I think he had the right, the right stuff baby at that time. Um, at, at the identical time you know if you wanted a, a big powerhouse that can get a lot of heat uh, King Kong Bundy had that feud in a very close time to when Warrior had that feud. Um, big John Studd is in there uh, you know you've got you've got a lot of guys that that are heel, can do the heel heat the babyface stuff um, if it's eight, Then it's if it's WrestleMania 8, then it's Bret Hart. If it's at WrestleMania 6, that's a little tougher to pick. And I think I go with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I think that's babyface versus babyface. I think you can get to the contrast of two styles. Um, I think that it shows that Hogan's susceptible to the high flyer. Um, I just think there's a lot of gain in doing it that way. So I'm going to go with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Um, to be the one that takes it off of him and, and amplifies the the fan love for uh, Babyface, which can lead us into when Ric Flair joins the company, getting a rematch of Ricky the Dragon and Flair mm-hmm. that we'd seen a couple years earlier So in mm-hmm. a different promo. So that's what I'm going to go with is this uh, dragon.
2: Was Ricky that popular? Like, I know he yeah. was
1: big. But yeah, well, I Wolverine don't know if he was. Popular? I don't know. I don't know if he was warrior popular, but okay. I, I also think that has a lot to do with booking. Ricky got really popular in his feud with with Flair, which is is because of Flair. I mean, Flair gets some of the best heel heat in the game. Mm. Um, but I think he could have been. Um, he was. He was good guy. Popular. Um, who are you talking to, Smarks?
0: Sorry, I had my mic muted. I was saying he—he he also was potentially the best wrestler, like map wrestler, yeah. on the planet at the time. So, oh, uh, okay. worth also playing into that—that that, you know a, a wrestler of his caliber coming in and facing off with Hogan uh, could have helped elevate Hogan a lot too.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, I go with Ric Flair. Um, barring it not being, if there's time to wait, then it's Bret Hart. Bret Hart has the baby face um, work. Um, yeah, it, it works. So either one of those. Um, but oh, if yeah. it's the exact same year, Ricky Steamboat.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think they would ever d- would have done Bret versus Hogan though. If the Bret, the only reason why Bret and Sean got big was because of the whole steroid scandal, right? So Vince had to stop pushing their bigger guys. They were starting to implement tests, and um, which Warrior has also failed and so on. So that's where he's like, okay, Brett, let's go. Okay, Sean, let's go. And that's where they kind of – they focused more on the less bigger guys, the more
1: middleweight, if you will. Well, but that would have been interesting to see, though. Part of the thing about Hogan that makes it so tough is because there was – I mean, you give me—I I can probably name half a dozen baby faces that were world championship caliber at the time because everybody was a freaking heel because Ryan. Hogan had to be a giant baby face. Um, so, in in order for somebody to be a world title contender, they had to be a heel um, to go against Hogan. Um, that's that was the rarity in in Ultimate Warrior. Um, even Savage had to turn heel to feud with Hogan. Um you know yeah we saw him as a title contender but he had to turn heel to actually have the feud um you know uh uh dragon dragon wasn't a world title contender because Hogan was in the picture um even though dragon was probably one of the best wrestlers in the world so That's the hard part is finding another baby face that that is believable as the world title contender. In an era where steroids meant you were a world title contender. Right.
2: And they put it on Sergeant Slaughter.
1: (laughs) Well, I get it. But he was was heel. He went heel, and he went
0: heel in the biggest of ways. Mm -hmm. so 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 my answer to this probably is going to be a little less satisfying in some ways because uh, my answer is you don't change anything immediately following WrestleMania six is the one. It was WrestleMania six because from a timing issue, there needs to be a little bit of a buffer here, Um, but the real feud, the first heel feud for like major heel feud for for uh, Hulk Hogan. Yes, we're nerds. Um, a debuting Undertaker. He debuted later that year. And while, yes, you have him uh, currently, you know, you had him debut and go up against so-and-so and whatever, what better way to have him have him debut? Hot shot him straight to the front. Is debut against Hogan as a foil for super babyface Hogan. Now, he didn't debut till November, and that's why there's a timing issue because we're talking from April till November. We'd move up his debut a bit, but I, I don't think I don't think he'd be able to just, you know, immediately. So you'd still have him do his little feud with Sergeant Slaughter, drop the belt. Uh leave for a bit and then come back, uh win the belt back off Sergeant Slaughter, and then then you would have to uh have him feud with somebody and that's when you'd bring Undertaker in. So Undertaker straight to the top going after So you're not him. gonna do a
1: baby face versus baby face like like Warrior versus Hogan was.
0: Nope. I'm okay. gonna bring a heel in. I'm gonna bring because that's the other thing we have to remember Early Undertaker was a heel.
2: Mm-hmm. All
0: right. uh, it was only later in his career that we uh, got to to be a lot of face Undertaker.
1: I think the first time he was really a face was the Yokozuna feud.
0: Mm-hmm. And so uh, having in heel Undertaker come in, you know, I mean, this would have been 1990. Heel Undertaker come in and just... Go straight after the top would have been my choice. Um, it really wouldn't have changed a whole lot in the grand scheme of things because you still would have <laughs> had that time in the middle, um, there where Hulk still had his little stupid feuds. Um, but the other side of the coin is, um, you know, we're talking what a year uh, before uh. Yeah, about a year, a little over a year before WWE was going to be like, well, shit, we got to put other people to the top because we're getting hit by the steroid scandal. So um does matter what we do with Hulk in WWF circa 1990-91 because early 93 steroid scandal hits, he's basically out. So. But I think you hotshot uh, Undertaker to the top. It would have changed a lot for Undertaker for him to be put straight in a main event feud right off the bat. He might um, not have been wrestling for 30 years if this happened. <laughs> we might have been saved the last three years. Yeah, sounds that, like a win-win for me.
2: <laughs> okay, but my, my, my fantasy booking was you have to book your warrior. Who's taking it off of Hogan at WrestleMania
0: 6? Oh, you didn't say that. You you I thought you said that, you know, uh, you wanted the next feud after. What No, just, no. I no, got replacing warrior. Oh, I didn't hear I guess I didn't get that. I You got, didn't, get the, you didn't I, get the memo. I I, uh, I heard it as <laughs> what do you do next after he, he, he because you didn't like what happened afterwards. Um. Oh. Okay.
2: No. I. I can see where you kind of because here's the deal: that. is he,
0: he. Uh, you know, needs to. Uh, I mean, I think the warrior feud has to happen that way. I don't think. I don't think the the whole scheme of things happened. Um. I I think in reality there should have been a comeuppance because if they would have had. SummerSlam 1990 a rematch where Hulk comes back and wins the title back off of uh you know really? it would have saved us from fucking 20 minutes of wasted time in the mid 90s on WCW hmm. oh you don't know for a fact that Hogan wanted his win back The rumors still exist. I I don't know for a fact that he wanted his win back. I do, however, know that um, if he had had gotten a clean win over Ultimate Warrior, um, there wouldn't have been a desire to have brought him in. Not necessarily from him, but from the marketability of it. Even if we just take Hogan out of it and we put it all on Eric Bischoff, Eric Bischoff had the marketability of the only guy who ever beat Hogan and did not get beat back, right? The only guy who Hogan doesn't have a win over. And if that wasn't there, that's not a market that Eric Bischoff could have tried to exploit.
2: And if that wasn't there, we wouldn't have got all Warriors 20 minute promo. That's exactly. what he was saying. That's yeah. my point. Oh, save okay. us from that. So um, and the mirror, the freaking okay. Hogan seeing Warrior in the mirror. Oh, jeez.
1: Well, I think that it's cute that you think that it couldn't happen that way. However,
0: that's not the challenge. How do you <laughs> feel about it? The challenge is to actually change it. And 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 my response to it is, I'm not changing it. My response is, I would book Ultimate Warrior to beat Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania six.
1: You're such a party pooper. You have that's to change a cop it. out. Yeah, is such a cop you have out. Have to change it. That's your challenge: is to change okay. it. Okay. I Sorry. chose Ricky's steamboat so I could have babyface versus babyface, so it does the same thing.
0: Okay, that's fine. Give me. I don't want to do babyface versus <laughs> babyface. That's number one. Now I've got to think all over because I heard. So a... you have
1: King Kong Bundy run
0: out to the ring, shake the
1: ropes. <laughs> <laughs> it's King Kong Bundy. Mm-hmm. That would be funny to watch him try and pretend to be Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You break the ropes? No, why <laughs> does the ropes break? <laughs> There's only three. Why isn't there five? Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's Sid Vicious. I feel like it's Sid Vicious. Mm-hmm. No. No. Mm-hmm.
2: Was that actually a good match? I was watching the clips, because clearly I don't watch old WrestleManias unless we do it for a watch-along or something. (laughs) That Warrior-Hogan
0: match, it seemed like it wasn't that long. Uh, The question you really need to ask is, did Ultimate Warrior ever have good matches? (laughs) (laughs) JLB, read the chat. Smarks don't.
2: (laughs) Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, it'd be garbage. Yeah, yeah, garbage. But it would make sense. That's I, I, can, I can
1: totally see that coming out of his mouth if he, unless he's just insisting on not doing babyface versus babyface.
0: I think we're just gonna sit here all day until we give I, up. I, I am insisting on in not doing babyface versus <laughs> babyface. I so, feel like he's it,
1: gonna hold us hostage.
0: Okay, we're done. We're done. Then <laughs> no, nope, nope, I'm I'm here. i I had to look up the roster for early nineteen ninety because oh, I had my little choice based on okay. Swipe. <laughs> swipe. <laughs> swipe. So if you're taking Ultimate Warrior away from me at that point, then i uh probably, the gonna do, <laughs> probably gonna do Rick Rude. Ooh, I like
1: Ooh. it. I do like that. Now you can look at the chat.
0: <laughs> I did indeed see that name and thought, "Yeah, that would be shitty." But <laughs> but no, I, I like
1: Rick Rude though. That's a good move. Yeah, and I think he I th- I think he deserved a title run and never got one, so that works. He never got one. Not the mi- not the main card title. Mid cards oh, he wow. had all the time.
0: Mm. Yeah. Same thing with with Roddy Piper.
1: Yeah, that would have also been a really good one there. I don't know if he was on the roster at the time, was
0: he? Uh, he? I I don't know if he was early 1990s. He was 1990 roster, but I don't know exactly when
1: he was. He was in that era though, and that's that's fair because I don't think Dragon was there yet. Maybe it was. But so anyway, good choice. I like that one.
2: Yeah, that was nice. Yeah.
1: It's way better than Hacks on Jim Duggan. Oh, <laughs> way better.
2: Where's my two by four?
1: <laughs> that would have been such a garbage baby face versus baby face. I so mean, it bad. would have
2: been, I guess, kind of. The fans actually really liked them, though, right?
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. USA. USA was the whole thing.
1: It it would be easier to put over Duggan at that time than it would have been to put over Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Well, yeah.
0: At that time, Duggan actually wasn't like we remember Duggan as absolute cannon fodder, the definition of a jobber. But at that time in in WWE, he
1: just won the Royal Rumble.
0: Yeah, he was not considered a nobody. He wasn't. God. He wasn't world championship caliber necessarily. He
1: was no but... honky
0: tonk. Whew. <sighs> Sorry about that. Yeah, he was no. He was no Brutus the Barber Beefcake. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> I got to check. I got to check one more option. So
2: essentially, because we're replacing Warrior, that also means Ricky the Dragon Steamboat would have also beaten Honky Tonk Man for the Intercontinental Championship.
0: I should have done Greg Valentine. Oh my god. Fucking Greg Valentine. (laughs) (laughs) Hatchet face himself. Wow. Anyways... We will go ahead and move on to D.A. Fabe's channel. Okay. I'm going to let you pick
1: um, between two professionals. One that in the socials is was all over the place the last couple of days and one that in um, in the news was all over the place the last couple of days. So you got to choose between Alexa Bliss And Zelina Vega,
0: Alexa Bliss.
1: Both of you agree, Alexa Bliss? Oh, okay, yeah, Alexa Bliss. Okay, Alexa Bliss, rest in peace to her pig. That's where we're going. She just had a um, apparently, my Alexa, shut up. (laughs) Mine mine decided to listen. Um, Ms. Bliss, (laughs) um has a situation um where her, her pig just died and that is uh it's very very sad she was she had to leave to go to raw she got home in time for to say goodbye overnight um she had a pet pig um in honor of her pig larry steve um yes it, it's it's larry steve right larry steve yes Larry Steve. that's what i thought um In honor of her pig, book a change in her storyline because of the heartbreak. Okay. She gets gets to write this. This is not WWE writers. Please don't make this disrespectful.
0: JLB, you want (laughs) to go first or (laughs) want me go first? You go first, good sir. Okay. So, um... I mean, the the simple change, the change that we have to do one way or another. We have to figure out how to do this with with Alexa Bliss. Is to get her back to old Alexa Bliss,
1: because that's who lost the pig, not really this fake yeah.
0: demonic guy. E- even more than that, though, <laughs> that's who's better, right? Yeah, amen. That's the character amen. we want to see. Uh, I don't know anyone who's clamoring to see the fiend Alexa on a regular basis, right? So, uh so I think what we, what we have her do is have her be sad, have Nikki Cross try to console her. Nikki Cross, who finally returns to action this week uh to get beat up for two minutes, but happened to survive Long enough to technically win the match, even though she just started stupidest thing in the world. Two minutes,
2: stupidest thing in the world. I don't even get why they did that. Like, I'm happy she's on TV, but way to look, make your champion look stupid. Mm -hmm. Can't beat her. Well, one, thank God she didn't beat her in two minutes because that would have been ridiculous. But it was just stupid all around for everybody. And then Charlotte, of course, looks like the best one out there because woo. Mm -hmm.
0: Yep. So you have Nikki Cross try to console her. Hey, I heard about your pig. Uh, You have Alexa uh, look like she's accepting the consolation. Uh, Take the hug. And then over Nikki Cross's shoulder, you see Alexa and her eyes just go, go into that, like, mean bitch eyes that she was so good at doing. Um, And then she just lays out Nikki Cross and says, you weren't there for me the last fucking three months. You weren't there for me. No one was there for me. I got called from people who don't even work here to come help me out when Larry Steve was was doing bad. Where were you? You weren't there. And so we put her back in a feud with Nikki Cross, uh, but let her be mean girl Alexa again. Because uh, here's the deal. She's so fucking witty. She's so smart when you allow her to be mean girl. And I know she's she's having fun with the current Alexa Bliss storyline. She's apparently being consulted on it and, and co-writing it and everything. Oh, wow. Okay. But we we need to see old Alexa back. Um, and then and then you have her make a run for the title. Um, because frankly, uh right now with the, the raw title is like is Rhea Ripley a face? Is she a heel? She, she's a face. She's supposed to be a face, mm-hmm. but she acts very heelish for a face. Mm. Like losing track of her anger and beating up on Nikki Cross until <coughs> it crosses the two minute mark, so she loses a match. That's heel shit, you know. Um, and of course, Charlotte's a heel. Charlotte's always a heel, right? Um, but you've got Asuka as a face, you got Nikki Cross as a face. You've got a you've got a bunch of face options. Um, so we need Heal mean bitch Alexa back. That's how I'd go with it. Yeah,
2: that's the best Alexa. I mean
0: um and it yeah, allows her to do it this way allows her to pay homage to to Larry Steve and and bring him into the storyline and and um and still show she cares about him and yet at the same point she just absolutely destroys Nikki Cross and turns heel on Nikki Cross, um, which I think helps her out that way too. Um, And she can break the fourth wall a bit. Like I said, she can say she got calls from other companies, right? People who don't even work here because according to news reports, uh, not even news reports, according to Twitter, she got a call from Dax Harwood of FTR Uh, saying he was going to drive out with his pickup truck and pick him up and take him take Larry Steve to whatever uh, vet they could find to because that's apparently was the problem is none of the vets in the area in Florida would work on a a pig they wouldn't work on a pig they kept turning oh it's a pig no we're not gonna (laughs) well they said it was too big I think We, we don't treat pigs here Pigs aren't pets, pigs are farm animals. And we're a pet vet. Um. Which, in fairness, for, for the vets, pigs are typically farm animals. Oh. And that's why most people who have pigs as pets have to find farm vets to to treat them. But but it's still it's still shitty. And so Dax Harwood was like, I'll load him up in my truck, I'll drive him to whatever vet you can find that'll work on him and try to help him out. But anyway, that's how I would do it. How would
2: you do it, JLB? So I think you still keep her in the crazy uh, character that she is in now. Um, And you really make the death of her pig into the storyline. And this makes her go even more batshit crazy. Um, Maybe even... Less, but honestly, but this is where you can kind of maybe change it, where she's less magical and she's more cryptic. She's, she's more angry. more angry, more aggressive, more like, no, I don't want to use magic to destroy you. I want to use my bare hands and beat the living hell out of you. I want to punch in my frustration on your face sort of ordeal. So you kind of make her more demented in that way. And... You maybe do, like, I don't know, she maybe gets this, like, I don't know, some, I don't know, like, uh, I, don't want, I don't want to seem insensitive, but you get some kind of, like, <coughs> pig chain or something, like, that she always has with her, and someone, like, you know, tries to remove it or something, and then she just goes completely apeshit, so you really use that into the storyline really well. Because you would also believe it if it's someone you truly. Cho- I think she had the pig when the pig was like really, really tiny. So it's, I feel like it's more than like 10 years, 15 years that she's had that pig. Um, so, and us as the viewers would really believe it because it's like you lost someone that you loved. If someone that you loved passed away and, you know, it can make people do some crazy shit. So uh, I, I still think you keep it, but this is where you get an opportunity to make her more demented and a little bit more hands-on and less magical. Cause I think that's kind of what the issue is with Alexa right now. Uh, she's just way too magical. I'm sick. And I don't think she did anything with Shayna this week, which, you know, great. Cause I'm done her using magical powers on Shayna. Maybe she can use her magical powers to give Shayna a freaking title shot that she deserves.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, she didn't use well, she didn't actually appear on Raw this week, um, right? Right, because I think she left early. Um, she was driving to Raw and I think she just turned around and headed home. They did, however, have the flames go off during the Shayna Baszler, uh, Nia Jax versus Natalya and Tamina match. Mm, um, okay. and uh, really, it looked more like they were she's attacking Reginald, not Shayna Baszler. That's what it's, oh. it's looking like she's she's doing. Because it, uh, this time it happened as, as Reginald was walking up the ramp, they went off right next to him on the way up the ramp. And keep in mind... Uh, why Reginald? I don't know exactly why. and Maybe it's to get at Shayna. Uh, who knows? But... Uh, but Shayna
2: hates Reginald. Why is this a
0: thing? Uh, because it's... it's Her going after Reginald is costing Shayna matches. Um <laughs> uh, uh, but keep in mind, Alexa said a week ago on one of them that that she saw red, red in her future or something like that. And Reginald always wears that red uh, suit, right? right. Stupid high water pants. <laughs> Fucking Reginald. Um, and so, but again, uh, Shayna Baszler also has red on her outfit usually. So, um, but the attacks all seem to be. At uh, Reginald. So I don't know. Anyways. But yeah, I guess we'll see. Alexa didn't appear this week, but there was fire attack at Reginald. So that's still going on somehow or other. Uh,
2: I mean, I, I don't know. Because I, I don't think you can just get rid of this. Demented story, her being a fiendette sort of thing, just like that. You can't just, oh, now she's just normal. I mean, I guess you kind of could, because whatever. It's WWE, and then, but I don't know, because yeah. you can
1: do like Katie Vic. You can just end it and move on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fake uh, and yeah, I, I agree. You one hundred percent can just move on. You can drop storylines and just never talk about them again. We said this on the Bobby Lashley Lana storyline. Just fucking yeah. drop it and roll on. And for the most part they did. Um, right. And this is another one that they can just drop and roll on. Um, maybe maybe you give her a loss as this uh, and then you drop it and roll on. So you ha- have it lead yeah. to a match at Hell in a Cell versus Shayna Baszler and Shayna beats the tar out of her and wins at Hell in a Cell and then we never see no, Alexa because you get. still
2: have to see Lily. Lily still has to come out. We haven't seen Lily yet, right? They're just going to drop no, that too. Lily nope. is a doll. Don't have to have
0: that. Don't yes, have to as, have it. As far as we know, Lily is a doll. No, but Lily. someone is Lily, though. I, didn't she mention something like that? She talked about Lily from her childhood, but Lily from her childhood could still have been Lily the doll, or her yeah. imaginary friend that she imbued in the doll. Fake time. Um, yep. But again, once Alexa loses, the whole Lily storyline can just be gone. We don't have to. You just give her a loss, have her beat so bad that you beat the fiend out of her, and then <laughs> she she disappears for a few weeks or a month or two months or whatever, and then she comes back and she's just good old Lexa Blitz, and we never talk about it again. And and Bray gets the fiend back in him. Ta-da!
1: yeah um, we beat yeah, the I back in the brain. <laughs> Straight up.
2: Okay. Yeah, I mean, they have they've definitely have done worse in terms of trying to get rid of storylines. So, they, And Alexa could pull that off easily. She just randomly comes in. Oh, hey, Nikki, how's it going? Alexa, you're talking to me? Yeah, what's up? You know, she has kind of been playing that when she first started her fiend gimmick. Like, she was still normal. So then, you know. That would work because we would all just want to. We would just love to see Alexa be her regular self again. That we'd just be like, you know what? We'll go with it. As long as we get great Alexa Bliss, let's go. That's some good S word. So
0: yep, yep, yep. Yepers. Boom. So that Boom. has been all three of our challenges so far, correct? Yes, sir, re-smarks. We just ran through those. So now it is time <laughs> to do AEW Ring of Honor or Impact. The rules of this are pretty simple. This is our lovely game where I throw out three current WWE wrestlers, and uh, they have to book where, which one of those promotions they would put those individual wrestlers, All Elite Wrestling, Ring of Honor, or Impact. And then they get to do it back to me, and we all have sorts of fun. So um, for me, my challenge for you guys, I am doing the two, well, we're, we're going to doing the former members of the Hurt Business, uh, including Bobby Lashley, because he's the only one left in the Hurt Business. So you got Cedric Alexander, Shelton Benjamin, Bobby Lashley. What are you doing with MVP? Apparently, not
2: counting him.
0: (laughs) He's not an active wrestler. He's a manager. So he's not in this list. Damn. That's Irish. Although he did wrestle. When was the last time he
2: wrestled? I don't know. I feel like sometime last year.
0: Yeah, last year. He's on crutches right now. Shelton Benjamin to
1: AEW, Bobby Lashley to Impact. And Cedric Alexander to ROH.
2: Oh, you got a lolly. Yep.
1: <laughs> so
2: the women, women? Titsy
1: pop. I don't know. We
0: are them suckers but... down here in the states, boys.
2: Yeah, certainly are suckers. That's for sure. So what you said? <laughs> a. Uh...
0: You said Sorry. Shelton Benjamin to AEW, AEW, Bobby Lashley to Impact, Cedric to uh, Ring of Honor, correct? <laughs> I don't think I've ever been able to silence uh, JLB quite
1: like that. Uh, yes, that's what I said. That's- <laughs> oh, Do J- I have to give L-M. a reason why, or nope. or can I just okay? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, this whole segment has gone south really fast because of this one lollipop. <laughs> so, um.
2: Yeah, no, I'm thinking you bring Cedric to AEW. Cedric to AEW. I think um, Cedric has potential. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what he's doing with Shelton right now. Whatever he's doing with Shelton is stupid. But I think uh, when given a chance, is when he was on 205 Live, Cedric was pretty freaking awesome um when given the opportunity to do what he wants and i think AEW will give him that freedom so i would like to see him uh go there uh bobby lashley you you know you bring him to uh where he was the most popular in his career which is impact just cuz why not him versus moose would be crazy um and then Shelton goes to ROH because there ain't nothing stopping him now except getting injured, so he should go to ROH and manage someone.
1: Wow. Ain't no stopping me. No. Hey, and, and, and,
2: and I love Shelton Benjamin back in the day, and I guess he could kind of go, but he's too bulky now. I don't know. I don't. I'm
1: not a fan anymore. Okay. I do want to make one side note about this. Moose is by far the best wrestler in Impact. And the reason I say that is it's always Moose we talk about somebody facing from Impact. Yep. Always Moose. The dude has draw. That's all there
0: is to it. Straight up. Yes. When is he and, facing Omega? Uh, we do not know. Damn it. Um, I, 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 If I'm correct, it's at the next pay-per-view. However... Apparently, Moose's contract is either up or up very, very soon, and he has not officially re-signed. So that could always change things.
2: There, you could well. I mean, whatever you can always sign to AEW,
0: and we still get that match. What up? Very well. Could he's he's been uh, playing the Twitter um, game of hinting that he's going to NXT or. Like he said, hey, hey, what's my contract with Impacts? Where should I go next? N lowercase e, capital XT. Um, so, anyways. As long as one of his answers isn't retire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was smart enough not to put it as a poll and not to put retire as an answer. But on, in fairness, I think he's liked enough that even if he put retire as an answer, I don't Something think... else would win. Yeah, I think one of the other ones would win. He'd get some trolls voting retire, but... Yeah, he's not Ryback. Right. He's, he's not, not Ryback. Ryback.
1: So.
2: Anyways. Good,
1: JLB.
0: Well,
2: I guess it's your turn, no?
0: Well, whoever he's wants to, to do I'm the sorry. next challenge.
1: i said Shelton Benjamin to AEW, Bobby Lashley to Impact, and uh, and uh, Cedric Alexander at ROH. Did you and, miss it when I said that? And did you miss when I said mine? Yeah. Oh, so now we, you want me to challenge now.
2: No. I want you to hang up the phone call. Yes, I want you to challenge.
0: <laughs> this motherfucker. Right. Glass of remote, Table Hello. two. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's all love. Hashtag all
1: love. I Thank would you. I would pay a dollar right now to see to take the camera off of JLB and have come back and have him be like <laughs> with a saucer book in front of him. I think that'd be great.
0: Anyway. Oh, hey,
1: this is why I don't book stuff. Um all right. Um <laughs> let's go with Oh. We're going to take Shayna, Naya, and Bailey, since they're in a uh, group now.
0: Yeah,
2: only for like one it. week.
0: Yeah, I think it was just a one-off thing. They're just all heels. and so... Well, too bad. I already said it. Go. That's my... <laughs> Bye. You want to go first, JLB? You want me? I'll go first. Okay.
2: So Shayna, we are absolutely... Mm. She could be really good in impact, though. But I'd like to see her thrive in AEW. But Bailey is also a great talker. Bailey to AEW. Shayna to Impact. And who's the other one? Naya. Oh, yeah. Naya goes to ROH and then gets fired there and then ends up homeless on the street. And
1: Wow, that's fucked, dude.
2: Doesn't like... get changed there and She can
1: have her own life, man.
2: Oh, she definitely can. That's true. As long as it's outside of wrestling, then by all means, enjoy. Go to Disney World every day if you want to. Yep. So that's what I'm doing with mine. Yep.
0: That easy peasy. So for me.
2: Which shirt is that, by the way? Talk less.
0: Talk less, Clay more. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's got the McIntyre M down at the bottom. Uh, uh, should have known uh, it was my friend Balor shirt was dirty, so I had to wear this one. Um, <laughs> uh, God, this is tougher. Because I feel like I've answered before a thousand times when Shayna Baszler was an option that Shayna Baszler should go to AEW. Um And I feel like, but I I don't don't, think she was at
1: the same time as one of the four horsewomen.
0: Yeah, ever before. Um, So I don't, I don't want to answer the same thing again. But along the same lines, I'm a huge Shayna Baszler mark. So Baszler to AEW. God. um, Yeah, the tough thing is. This is one of those situations where Naya does not fit in Ring of Honor in any way, shape, or form. Um, so, Bailey to Ring of Honor and Naya to Impact. Um, I feel sorry for the Impact wrestlers. Uh, hopefully, they've got good insurance. But. Prices on Lords of London just went up quite a <laughs> bit. <laughs> uh, however,. Uh, quite frankly, it would be fun to see uh, Jordan Grace throw Nia around once or twice.
2: Could she yeah, throw Nia around? Well, yeah. It would be she fun to be see, see Nia
0: tap to
1: to Deonna Perazzo too. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's what I would do. Poor Bailey. Yeah, poor Bailey has to go. But Ring of Honor is focusing heavily on their women's division, so... You know, she could be another one of those that goes there to headline the women's division and show them off. That's fair. But, but that is what I would do, so that brings an end to AEW. No, it doesn't. Ring-a-bong. Yeah, I JLB guess it hasn't does. DLB <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. hasn't done? No. Jesus, okay. he just wants to end it. All I right. could have sworn Go. he already died, but no,
1: he was throwing sort of a fit because he wanted me to go first.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Um, so we're going with. Because I could have sworn he talked about. Oh, so so it's JLB's turn to challenge. Sorry. That's where yeah, my brain yeah. was getting confused. Okay. Mm. Sorry. Yeah.
1: No problem. Yep. You, I was remembering you him answering,
0: cool. and I was like, hey.
2: I know my answers seem like challenges sometimes.
1: Um, Amen to that. New
0: talking <laughs> seems like a challenge sometimes.
2: <laughs> I walked right into that. I'm I feel I feel um, like you need
1: a saucer of milk before these shows sometimes. No, we can't. We can't throw back six minutes. That doesn't work. Okay, sorry.
2: No. Um. So we're going with big guys. What a theme mm. again? No, don't <laughs> just say. Um, I feel like we've
1: done everything though.
2: Um, okay, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> we're eventually gonna run out of wrestlers and different. Yeah, we're of- we're
1: at some point we're gonna have to time machine this 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 portion of the podcast. Well, well we in,
2: we could.
0: in fairness, at, at some point we could before. change it to WWE, Ring of Honor, and Impact, and it'd be all AEW wrestlers. And then we could do it again—you know, AEW, WWE, or Ring of Honor—and it'd just be Ring or Impact wrestlers and so We we got a chance. We got some time.
2: That's good. <laughs> um, can I actually do? Pick three AEW stars to bring them to the uh, any of the sure. other federations. Sure, yeah, sure. Okay, so we are going with Sammy Guevara, Orange Cassidy, and Eddie Kingston. Uh, okay.
0: Yes, Eddie Kingston. I'll go ahead and take this one first. Go for it. Because there's no way I'm putting Orange Cassidy in in WWE, right? That's that's just asking for trouble. So, (laughs) Orange Cassidy to Impact. Sammy Guevara to WWE and uh, Eddie Kingston to Ring of Honor uh eddie kingston bringing his promo skills to ring of honor would be a big get for them uh orange cassidy can fit in with the the outcasts at impact uh they're kind of a uh mud show carnival there so Mm. they can have fun with that and then i think say i i really do i'm 100 on board with the idea sammy guevara is a star of the future he might be mid-card now, but in a few years, he's going to be a household name in professional wrestling, and he has the best chance in WWE.
2: Definitely has the look. Not crazy on his promo skills, but again, few years, he'll get better.
0: <laughs> I don't think his promo skills are any worse than half the people in WWE.
2: That's probably it's called a
0: promo, son. If you're going to be a big dog, you got to learn how to do that.
2: <laughs> I got to rewatch that. That was a classic promo. Or in your case, it's a shoot.
0: Turned into a shoot. They worked themselves into a shoot go. on that one. Go back
1: that. and go back and watch uh, WBU from. Two nights ago.
2: Ooh. <laughs> Where promos aren't promos and shoots are bang, bang.
1: <laughs> and shoots are math. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, that, no, that was a problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eddie Kingston to WWE. I, I kind of regret that a little bit, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, he'd um, certainly be the next Brooklyn Brawler. That's that's who I heard the thought of, too. <laughs> um, but I think he can also create a faction to feud with the table. Or whatever the name of it is.
2: Who, oh,
1: Romans. Romans yeah. <laughs> the table. <laughs> I don't know what their name is. The Usos. The Anoa'i family. Um, Romans Empire. Paul Heyman guys. Whatever you want to call them. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, I am not as big a fan of Sammy Guevara. Um, and I think I think Impact will embrace the Orange Cassidy role better. So I'm going to put in the uh, Orange Cassidy, the or- uh, Impact, and Sammy Guevara to ROH. Okay.
2: What a Sammy hater, but at least it's
1: different. I think the style of wrestling fits Sammy better there. And I know, Ultimate X match, I get it. That would also be really cool with Orange Cassidy. You know (laughs) who it wouldn't be cool with? Eddie freaking Kingston. This is valid.
2: (laughs) A.K.A. Brooklyn Brawler in WWE. Brooklyn Brawler version 2 in WWE. I
1: think we need Eddie Kingston to try and save somebody's life from an explosion again. Straight up, yeah. Straight up, run out
0: there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Have him run out in a Goldberg match. Goldberg goes out. He gets hit by the sparks. Eddie tackles him and just covers him. Bring back Goldberg just so Eddie can protect him from the explosions. <laughs> No, kudos to
2: him. So horrible. <laughs> How would you know, though? Like, kudos to him. Like, you yeah. think it's going to
1: be oh, a big explosion? Yeah, I mean, he was well, legitimately expecting like ring implosion and shit but, like that. The thing is, what they should have they,
0: they should have called an audible. This is not on him. This should have been on on the backstage people and the refs. And when the ref came out and checked hey, on them, fine. he, he should have said sat up and like, yeah, oh, he should have said, "We're we're audibleing this." The fireworks didn't go off as bad, you know, whatever. Sit up and play it off like it wasn't so bad. But anyways. Oh, my gosh. The heat off, this, off that explosion. Yeah. Oh, it <laughs> sent me into PSD and PTSD. And yeah. I, uh, I want to watch people with
1: headphones on that you can hear, that can hear the backstage, did not get an audible. That's on That's on Gorilla. That's on Tony yeah. Khan.
0: Tony Khan. <laughs> But anyways, on that note, we will start to wrap things up for the the Fantasy Booking Institute. I almost called this the WBU. Uh, so um, if you happen to join us for the live stream, thanks for joining us. Otherwise, um, thanks for listening. However you do, whether you're watching the replay on YouTube or Facebook or listening to us on podcast, thanks for joining us today. Uh, do make sure to check all of the links in the doobly-doos down below. Right down there. Yeah, we're gonna have links to our Patreon, our merch store, our socials, all of that stuff down there. Um, so you can check that out. Um, like I said, we're gonna be adding in uh, uh, some some live um, watch-alongs uh, that are gonna be Patreon exclusives. So uh, you'll definitely want to uh, follow us on Patreon. And you know, you follow us on Patreon, you can get me to do uh the Hulk Hogan beard. Um otherwise and- though make sure to follow us on our social medias. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU right there. Mm-hmm. You can follow DA Fabe. At DA Vincent K Fabe. <laughs> and then you can follow JLB at jlb
2: 420 but real talk radio is the brand at real talk radio eight hate is gonna hate but i talk (laughs) about everything and anything movies music a little bit of wrestling as well uh just so you guys know i still haven't technically updated the uh the um the collision in Korea. It's all ready to go. It's just I don't know. I didn't click the upload on YouTube uh, and Anchor yet. So yeah. So there you have it. You were and right off. they'll of come mark. in
0: longer than than the actual episode.
2: Technically played it, it up. <laughs> it's, it's
0: well. I mean, the episode was what forty five minutes, legit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was uh, six minutes over. So you did you did a documentary about a documentary. That's yeah. that's, well, well, that's a, a recap. recap. Not a recap. <laughs> okay.
2: What's a recap when you could document a documentary?
1: This, and, is the, uh, this is my mini-series about a television show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just watched Black Mirror, and that first episode was crazy. I could do like two hours on that episode. Yeah, you know, I can't throw too much shade on this whole thing because I literally right now – um I'm obsessed with YouTube watch-alongs of some of my favorite movies, where the person just watches the movie and you watch their reaction. And I'm I'm watching most of the shortened ones, but they put li- full versions of them up, and I watch the crap out of them. I'm I'm in the middle of I'm nine episodes into this girl who's watching uh, Firefly from the beginning, mm. and then is going to oh. watch Serenity. And uh, oh. if, if there was one TV show that I could watch again for the first time, it's Firefly. So, so it's kind of fun watching it from her side. It's like the uh, full on reaction. episode, or are you like just
2: watching along with her kind of thing? Just
0: like, um, she does the full on watch along on her Patreon, right? Uh, but I'm not a Patreon supporter of hers, yet. Oh, one job, so um, instead. I I, I I found her by she did a watch along of the Princess Bride which is one of my favorite movies of all time oh and so uh, I enjoyed her watch along and then I saw she did watch alongs of uh, Serenity and then uh, earlier in that she did Firefly and I'm like ooh now I gotta watch all of those
2: isn't that technically illegal though if she has the full length of or anybody has the full length of her watch along
0: her watch alongs she uh does in the way that we'll probably have to do where uh you have to find your own copy of it to watch at the same time as her but it's so you play her video and then you play the video of, of the episode on a different thing or in a different window and, at the same and watch time. at the same time anyways um but that's beside the point make sure to check out all the links in the doobly-doos and subscribe to us on patreon but uh we are going to go ahead and close the book on the fantasy booking institute thank you all for listening we will see you soon rest in
1: peace larry steve